Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. And guess what? It really is Terry this time. After a long uh, haul on assignment there, I want to thank Austin Parr and Nate Zielinski for filling in for me while I was on assignment in Hawaii and then South Padre Island. You know, I take these trips to research them for you folks. Uh, I do it without complaining, but all all kidding aside, seriously, they do such a great job filling in. We have so many great hosts that fill in for us. Um, We're going to talk a lot about, cover a lot of ground today. We're going to uh, we're going to talk some open water fishing. We're going to talk some ice fishing. We're going to talk some hunting. We're going to talk some snowshoeing and uh, just a whole myriad of activities. And we're going to throw out some uh, Christmas gifts for the outdoor enthusiast in your family that maybe you can get that last minute Christmas gift without having to fight the malls or worry if you order online that it's going to get delivered on time. So we're going to cover all that and so much more. And um, we're going to be giving away tickets to the International Sportsman's Exposition. As you know, many of the uh, many of the guests on this show are, are the headline speakers at the ISE show. And uh, so we're going to be talking about what we're going to be presenting there, how you can come see us, and we're going to give away some tickets. And speaking of the International Sportsman's Exposition and a fill-in host on this show, joining us from Fishful Thinkers, Chad Lachance. Good morning, Chad. Hey, good morning, Terry. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, we talk about filling in when I'm on these tough assignments. You were the very first one that ever did that. I know, right? Got to get, got to get more of that action. That's been more than ten years ago now. So uh, you need to travel more, Terry. Yeah, I, I wonder if the station feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the friends of Terry Wicks from Outdoors show. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but, uh, uh, but you know, I heard you talking. We're getting ready for the International Sportsman's Exposition coming up, and uh, it occurred to me not only do we have a lot of history on the radio, but this will be my fourteenth year in a row presenting at the. ISC show as well so uh kind of a big big deal there and uh pretty excited about it and looking forward to getting rolling with everybody a little earlier this year so uh been already practicing my casting for the casting contest we got coming up you got some uh, pretty stiff competition this year you know i do and um and and i've got a great partner in jeff wagner if people are familiar with jeff wagner he uh he's one of the best fly casters in the country and uh, he's been a guest on Fishful Thinker Television. He gave me a lesson on fly fishing for carp. But uh, but he's a, a very, very solid partner. So I've got no excuses. But, yeah, I mean, if, if there's some bass anglers in the, in the crowd out there, we've got a, a former BASS Angler of the Year, Brent Chapman, his current Major League Fishing Pro. Uh, I'll be competing against him. He happens to be a good friend of mine as well, so that's good. And, uh, and Cliff Crochet, another BASS and FLW and – MLF guy uh, is going to be there as well. And then uh, a guy by the name of Jimmy Houston, and he's probably most famous for either his bowl cut blonde hair or I'm pretty sure he's the guy that invented kissing fish on TV. So, uh, you know, Jimmy Houston's going to be there as well. And then, and then a few other folks. So uh, some regulars on your show, of course, Nate Zelensky, myself, and, uh, and, and uh, I believe Will Dykstra as well. So that's a fun deal. You know, and and we preach uh, in in everything Fishful Thinker does. We preach, you know, casting accuracy and line control is more important than all the secret lures you can possibly have. And 
And this contest is just a good way to illustrate that. It's fly tackle, conventional tackle. It's all about accuracy, kind of real-world scenarios, and it's really fun to watch, too. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I, I wanted to dwell on that for a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about what you're presenting at your, your seminars and things at the show. But casting accuracy, I remember when I was tournament fishing, I did both the bass and walleye circuits, and I remember practicing flipping a jig across the room and trying to land it into a coffee cup because I had to be able to put that jig down almost splashless in a little tiny hole in the weeds. And people don't understand, but that's not the only putting a crankbait in the right place, getting the distance, getting the accuracy to come across a piece of cover from the right angle. It's amazing what a difference that makes in fishing, isn't it? Well, yeah, it totally does. And in this casting contest that we're doing, uh, the longest casts are 90 feet. So some of it's a little bit more realistic as though maybe, you know, you're standing on the side of a trout stream or something, and if you land your jig right up against the bank on the other side, you get bit every time. You land short, you don't get bit at all. You land long, and your stuff's broke off in the trees, you know. And, uh, and so accuracy will keep you not only effective, but it'll save you money in the long run as well. And then goes with that is line control. You know, part of the targets that we'll be throwing here at, at the IC show um, will involve either an upper or lower limit. So in other words, you got to throw under something or over something. And uh, and that kind of stuff matters as well. Line control is really key. I see a lot of guys will make a real good, accurate cast, but then there's a whole bunch of slack line that the wind catches and things like that. So it's, you know, it's it kind of all goes together, but it's something I feel strongly about and as soon as they came up with this competition a few years ago, I decided that I better play that game for sure. Was lucky enough to win it the first year, got second last year. So uh, we're on a wrong trend here, Terry. So I'm out there practicing right now to make uh, to make sure that uh, I can hold my own against these guys because I really think it's going to take close to a perfect score, if not a perfect score, to win. Uh, Brent Chapman is is a vicious caster. I've watched him cast for many years. I've fished with him. He is an incredible caster. So. Uh, if you're going to compete against guys like him and the others, definitely got my work cut out for me. But, you know, that's what practice is for. Well, I'll, I'll share one little uh, anecdote with you, and then I want to move on to some other things. But I remember when Kevin Van Dam was breaking into BASS, and uh, uh, he he got paired in a boat with Denny Brower at an event when they still pro paired pros in, uh, in, in the boat. This must be back in the 90s. I'm dating myself. But... Um, <laughs> Then he came off the water, and Kevin had just kicked his button. In fact, I think Kevin won the tournament. And Denny turned and said, "I just plain got outcast today." Yeah, yeah, and it's he, and you know that's just just the way it is sometimes. So it is important. Tell people again the date and times of the casting contest if they want to come watch it. Well, and, and Terry, I figured out on the website right in front of me, but I want to say that it's at two o'clock or two thirty on Saturday. I know it's on Saturday afternoon is the casting contest. And uh, and it'll be on a dedicated pond. I have a bunch of targets. It's mid-afternoon. But if people want to get the information, that's sportsexpos.com. Type that in carefully, sportsexpos.com, and you can go get the exact times. But Saturday afternoon is the casting contest, and uh, and there'll be guys warming up. We'll be we'll be up there practicing on that at various times throughout the show on, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning, just to to get ourselves tuned up and our, in our tackle set up. And, and also I thought real quick, we're throwing one standardized thing. Everybody has to throw the same half ounce jig. So you can't gain anything by a, you know, a heavier bait or something like that. It's a half ounce jig, a very realistic thing to have to cast. So, uh, but that's Saturday afternoon. And then uh, for the first time for me, this is new for me. I know it's not new for the show, but 
uh, be in the experts' corner and uh, and discussing a, a little bit about how we choose where we fish. And one thing about being uh, a traveling fishing host, as you all know, Terry, is we go to a place we've never been, don't know anything about, we fish, we film it, we go home. And uh, and so typically what that means is I have to figure a lake out in a hurry. It's rare that we have a guide with us. Uh, we a lot of times will have a guest, but it's not anybody that that has any experts, you know, expertise from that particular body of water. So how we figure out how to catch fish of all different species in a hurry really de- has been broken down over the years for me by a system. And uh, and whenever we're on a reservoir of any sort, which basically every lake in Colorado is below 7,000 feet, I can use the same basic system to break that reservoir down in a hurry and figure out where I'm going to locate my fish or at least get my first feedback from, from the fish and then work from there. So that's what I'll be talking about in the, in the experts' corner, and that will be Thursday, midday. Uh, again, I don't have that schedule right in front of me, but I want to well, say it's either twelve thirty or one thirty. Well, on the experts' corner, as you mentioned, is brand new last year, and every and this will be your first year doing it. And I want to describe it real quick. What the experts' corner is, folks, it's a it's a table set up by the demo tank that instead of having a sit down seminar, Chad and other pros will spend an hour at a time there, and there's a schedule for it with a topic. And you come up in small groups, one, two, three, four, five people, and he'll kind of go over things and answer the questions and have a conversation with you. Really was a huge hit last year, Chad, so we're hoping to just keep that going. We also do something different with the seminars starting last year. We named Friday our Advanced Presentation Day because a lot of times uh, the, the more advanced anglers want to come down and get maybe a little a seminar that has a little more advanced techniques. And it's tough on weekends because we get busy. But Friday, we're dedicating that day. And Sunday, we're dedicating as family day. So women, a lot of emphasis on women and children at the tank. So what are you covering in the different times you're on the tank? Well, on Friday, on the Experts Day, I'm doing a presentation called the Mighty Minnow. And uh, people are automatically going to say, oh, he's going to talk about the gold minnow because I'm famous for the Berkeley gold minnow. And that's that's fair. That is certainly a bait we're going to talk about. But really what we're going to talk about uh, and that presentation is that genre of bait, whether it be scented or unscented, and all the different ways that I can rig and use it, and why I'd be taking such a simple little bait to a you know the experts' day, you know the Friday where we're, we're you know the more advanced presentations is because it's the only lure that I don't leave home without. Period. It doesn't matter if I'm bone fishing in the Keys like I was you know a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or so. Uh, or if I'm going bluegill fishing or anywhere in between, there's a particular genre of lure that I always have with me. Uh, it could be all the way up to literally, you know, groupers and, and, and Jack Travels and everything else and all the way down to all the panfish. And because that bait is so versatile, we've developed a whole bunch of different ways to present it, some nuances to it. And really the nuances are what separate an expert from a rookie in a lot of cases. And so on Friday, we're going to really dive into a particular presentation detail and, uh, and how we can basically make this bait extremely versatile for any kind of Colorado fishing and, and, and literally Colorado from, from pike to grayling and everywhere in between. Uh, it seems unrealistic to think you got a lure that's going to do all that, but I definitely have that. And it's really a matter of how you rig it. And, uh, there's a bajillion different ways to rig it and present it and fish it, which adds to the versatility, and that's what we'll be talking about on Friday. And then Saturday is kind of the general day, as I understand it, and uh, doesn't really have a specific name, I guess. And so Saturday, 
Um, we're going to talk about how we go about working through the process of choosing lures on any given day. We'll be on the demo tank, and we'll talk about things like flash and vibration and profile and speed and vertical versus horizontal and all the different things, that, the different ways that uh, basically systematically break down you know, a lure. You walk in the sportsman's warehouse, there's 25,000 lures on the wall. How do I pick the one that I'm going to use on any given day or that may be effective on any given day? And that'll be the whole the whole presentation on Saturday. And then Sunday I'm off, so I'll probably be milling around the floor. Uh, maybe come check uh, some of the presentations myself and see what some other guys have to say. All right, before I let you go, a couple of things I want to address with you. If people have been following the news and they follow Fishful Thinker, Thinker TV, they know there's been a dispute with Altitude and things haven't been as available. What's the status of your shows and how can people still watch you? Well, Altitude is still on the air. Um, it's the, the big thing is with Comcast, and Comcast and Altitude are already disputed, and I'm not really um, privy to enough inside information to tell anybody, but I know the negotiations are still going on. Um, but Altitude and Comcast are not working together at this point. So Altitude is still airing on DirecTV. We're still airing on a whole bunch of smaller uh, networks all around the Western United States. So you can still see us on Altitude if you have anything other than Comcast right this particular minute. Um, the other thing is we're on World Fishing Network, and we're airing six days a week starting the last week of December. Starting next week, we're airing six days a week on World Fishing Network, different episodes. So we have – we have uh, a brand new episode, which will be uh, the same one that's airing concurrently on Altitude, will be airing on the weekends and prime time. And then during the week, they'll be airing a strip of, of past episodes of Fistful Thinker. So there'll be a different episode every day. So if folks have World Fishing Network or Stream World Fishing Network, they can watch a different episode every day on there. So that'll be a, a unique thing for us uh, and should be good going forward. And then we've been constantly similar to you guys. We've been putting, we have 270 past episodes of Fishful Thinker. So we've been posting those every day or every other day. We've been putting a, a relatively recent episode up on our YouTube channel at Fishful Thinker as well. So we're making sure we're still out there. Uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed that Comcast and Altitude will, will get all lovey-dovey again and things will be back to square one there. But I know also Altitude's investigating some streaming options and some other things as well. So I appreciate listeners hanging or viewers hanging in there. And uh, for sure, uh, check out our YouTube stuff and, and be uh, we're, we're always glad to answer questions uh, via email as well. All right. We got, we're really out of time, but 30 seconds. If you had to go somewhere, I know you're not an ice fisherman. We're going to get some 40, 50, 60 degree weather. Where would you head? I'm hand launching a horse to you, Terry. Um, the lake's wide open right now. As I told you, I went out the other day. It wasn't exactly hot and heavy, but it's liquid water. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. Um, the boat ramps themselves are closed, so you need to be able to hand launch from, from the campgrounds or something like that. Uh, you can't drive down the ramps to launch your boat. But if you can launch by hand, I think horse tooth, I'd probably be in South Bay myself, and, uh, and I'd probably be looking for some of the trout that were stocked last year that will return to the ramp thinking they're going to spawn. All right, my friend, and on Friday at ISE, the advanced presentation, Chad's going to talk to us about the mighty minnow, and I'm going to listen on that because you know how I feel about that bait also. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good one, and uh, I think we can open people's eyes into something so simple. All right, thank you, my friend. All right, thanks, Terry. Merry that, Christmas. All right, that's Chad Lachance with um, Fishful Thinker. He's going to join us at ISE. And, you know, if you want to follow all this stuff, follow me on Facebook at Terry Wickstrom Outdoors and our YouTube channel at The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife about some 
winter and ice fishing opportunities, and lots more outdoors on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan, and Merry Christmas to all of you out there. During the course of today's show, a little later on, we are going to uh, throw out some Christmas gift ideas for the last-minute shoppers. And by the way, speaking of uh, gift ideas, you know, a pair of ISE tickets would make a great stocking stuffer. So I'm going to take, Chad mentioned in our last segment, if you were listening, that on Friday, our, our advanced presentation day on Friday, he's doing a seminar and he's named it, a, he's given it a particular name. The first caller, not texter this time, but caller at 303-713-1043. That's 303-713-1043 to identify the name of that seminar Chad's doing on the advanced day. We'll give you two free tickets to the International Sportsman's Exposition. Let's go right to the phones now, though, because there's just so much going on this time of year. Joining us from Manco State Park is Scott Elder. Good morning, Scott. Hey, good morning, Terry. Thanks for having me. You know, people in Colorado just don't stay indoors in the winter anymore, do they? You know, that, and that's a good thing, right? Oh, we're, it's a great to see thing. Some of this great creation during the winter, and uh, State Park certainly has been providing some great facilities over winter to make that happen. Oh, I think it's fantastic. By the way, um, why don't you tell people where Mancos Park is located just so they get a feel for where it is? <laughs> you, you bet. It's a little uh, off the beaten path, but Mancos sits essentially halfway between Cortez and Durango. So we're you know, 40 minutes west of Durango or so near Mesa Verde National Park, um, and we're just out of the town of, of Mancos, so southwest Colorado. And, you know, what a great destination. You get away from the um, the hustle and bustle of the Front Range and the populated areas, and whether it's summer or winter, there's just so much to do. Now, if I come over in the winter, do you still have camping opportunities? We do. So we keep uh, five campsites plowed and available uh, in that main campground. That's just a short walk from the lake where we've got the exceptional ice fishing. And then we have two heated yurts uh, here at the park as well. So I was thinking, sounds like we need to get Chad and official thinkers down here, put him up in a yurt and see if we can change his mind on ice fishing. Yeah, you know, and of course, ice fishing was a huge part of me growing up. And that was, I still do a lot of it. But you know, Chad's starting to come around. He used to think ice fishing was boring till we took him out, and he realized, especially if you use electronics or something, how exciting it can be. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but I want to talk. You talked about the camping. You have a really unique camping opportunity you're offering this year, and I know a lot of people have seen it, but I don't know if anybody's camped in it. What's that? You know, we actually had um, two ladies camping in it last night, and I'm really eager to talk to them this morning and, and see what their response is. But we built an igloo this year in uh, in our campsite number 24, so it's right near the yurts, it's right near potable water, um, and the restroom there at the top of the campground. And it is a really, you know, I was unfamiliar with igloos until building this one, and it's a very comfortable two-person winter camping experience warmer than a winter tent um, you know it's it's still winter camping there's no doubt about that but it, it is cool they're using these on expeditions um, it's become a very popular way to not have to carry a tent with you and uh, it's a it's a cool experience 
But I think that'd be what a way to try it out and then see if if you want to um, ever go and uh, and build one yourself, right, or do it. But what a, an a, a, awesome opportunity. And I know we're going to talk about the fishing because you're going to have some tremendous ice fishing opportunities there. But when you get to your park, there's other things to do. You've got some pretty extensive trails available, too. We do. Um, I'm really excited this year to be able to focus on grooming some of those cross-country ski trails. We closed down virtually the entire west side, west and north side of the park. We have three miles of, uh, of good cross-country skiing inside the park, and then it connects with U.S. Forest Service trails that go up into um, up into the transfer campground area, um, Sharks Tooth, some really cool uh, Nordic skiing opportunity up up there. And we're gonna we're, we've got a groomer now. We're gonna start grooming those things a little more consistently uh, starting January first of this year. So it should be real exciting for those wanting to come down and do some cross country skiing. Well, you know, and if people want to stay there, you got you're really close to some great snowmobiling too. Yeah, well, that's it. It is uh, it's renowned snowmobiling from that West Mancus Trailhead. That trailhead is only shoot two minutes by vehicle outside the park. Um, and, and folks come from all over the southwestern United States to hit that West Mancus Trailhead and get up into Sharks Tooth, literally hundreds of miles of snowmobiling that's just outside the park. So you can stay in your trailer, your snowmobile two minutes, um, and jump on and, and never ride the same stretch of trail twice. It's, now, it's cool stuff. Now, before we move on to the fishing, uh, at your park, uh, during the winter, are you on a reservation system? Is it first come, first serve? If I want to get one of those yurts or campsites or even the igloo, how do I do that? Yeah, great great question. You know, right now we're transitioning to a live reservation system, and Bankus is going there. Right now, reservations are required at the two yurts, um, but the remainder of those five winter campsites are first come, first served. Uh, in the near future, and, and uh, this is a good place to just remind people to check out our webpage. Uh, really easy to just search for Manka State Park. It's going to take you directly to our webpage where you get ice conditions. Uh, you'll get those updates around our live reservation system, and you'll get contact information for us so that you can you can know for sure whether those five campsites, including that igloo site, are uh, open and available to you. I can safely say that there is always availability for those that want to come down and, and enjoy some winter camping. That's awesome. Now I want to move on to the ice fishing because you're you're probably getting really close to being good fishable ice out there. And if I was going to describe the fishing at Mancos, I would say that it's probably lends itself to either somebody who's maybe not the most advanced ice fisherman because you can be successful there with just some basic knowledge and understanding, but yet an advanced ice fisherman could just have nonstop action. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you, you nailed it. I can't think of a fishery that would be a better place that, that, that I would take um, a, a youth or novice ice angler. Partly that's because the facilities are so accessible. So you've got a, you've got a place to go if people get and other things to do if people just, just don't stay focused on the fishing. Um, but the action is fantastic from those catchable rainbows. We concentrate on, on making sure Jackson's got a good rainbow trout opportunity. Um, and then we have yellow perch, which I think you and I both agree is probably one of the best eating fish you can catch. And through oh. the ice is, is likely the best way to target them. 
Um, and you, you, you can catch a ton of those six inch variety yellow perch. Um, and then we have some of those, you know, big 12, 13 inch jumbo yellow perch. They're just, even for an advanced angler, it, it's hard to say no to those deeds. Oh, oh, it is. And, you know, with the um, amount of stocking you get too, not only is there constant action from the stocking, but you get some holdover rainbows and some browns that have pretty good size. Yeah, those those browns are an exciting fish. You know, Jim White, the fisheries biologist down here, put those in a number of years ago to start whacking those perch and see if we could get the average size of those fish a little a little larger. And it's working. We're seeing a better average size on the yellow perch. And, the you know, the byproduct is some big 20-inch-plus browns that are a target fish. You know, that's drawing – that's drawn advanced ice anglers to come and, and chase those things because they're they're good looking fish. We're running out of time, but if people want to know the conditions and what are the current ice conditions and what do you look for in the next week or two? You know, it's Colorado ice, so always uh, has a certain measure of unpredictability because, as you say, we get these 50, 60 degree days. Um, we've been very fortunate to have some nice sub zero and single digit days. Give us a week. Again, check the webpage. Um, I'll, I'll keep real uh, consistent ice conditions on that webpage starting now because we finally got a full ice cover. When it does that, the wind stops ripping it off and it builds ice pretty quickly. So stay in touch through our webpage or give me a call, and, uh, and we'll be fishing on that ice within a week is my prediction. All right. Thank you, my friend. Just a great opportunity, Manco State Park. Thank you for joining us, Scott. Always appreciate it, Terry. Thanks. You bet, Scott Elder. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to take you to another ice fishing opportunity on the western part of Colorado. And this one, you got a chance to win some cash or prizes in a great tournament, and it's fantastic fishing. All that and more on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Bells will be ringing. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. We are going to go right back to the phones because we have so much to cover today. And uh, joining us from Stagecoach Reservoir is Craig Preston. Good morning, Craig. Morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well, and I understand you also have a special guest with you there. I do. I've got Brady Wetlaufer. He's the owner-manager of Steamboat Fishing Adventures, and they put on this tournament for us. All right, and we're going to talk about that tournament and what they can go and how people get into it. Before we get to it, um, tell people, in case there's somebody new, where Stagecoach is located and describe the park a little bit. So we're located in South Route County, about 15 miles south of Steamboat Springs off of County Road 14. Um, it's an 800 surface acre reservoir with about 800 land acres. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. We're kind of known for our fishing, but we've got a neat trail that goes around the lake, um, some pretty awesome camping. Um, during the summer, we're boating and using the swim beach, that kind of stuff. Now, in the winter, you still have camping, right? Yeah, we maintain six sites throughout the year. So there's no water, um, but you can come in, plug in, and stay warm. You know, another thing, you mentioned the trails, and we're going to talk a lot about ice fishing, too. But you mentioned the trails there, which I'm sure you do quite a bit of cross-country skiing and snowshoeing. But you have a program, whether you're an ice fisherman or you want to use the trails, and you don't have gear for the first time, you can come out and actually you loan people gear. Is that right? Yeah, we're really excited about this program. We've doing, been doing it about three or four years, and it's really uh, gotten very popular and given us the opportunity to get people to try some activities that they might not otherwise have the chance to. So 
we maintain about four miles of trail, and then through that loaner gear program, you can either uh, borrow snowshoes or we also have fat bikes, so you can ride, ride fat bikes on our trails. And then in addition to that, we've got all kinds of fishing gear. So we'll give you, if you come to the park with nothing, we can get you on the ice, we can get you an auger, a couple fishing rods, a little tackle box and some bait, and give you everything you need to go catch some fish. That, that sounds just awesome and unbelievable. And one of the things, another thing that's unique about um, Stagecoach, you know, there's some lakes you can't drive any motorized vehicles on and some that you can uh, uh, that you can drive almost anything on. Stagecoach has unique op- unique opportunity where if you're fishing, you can drive ATVs and snowmobiles. Is that right? You're correct, and I appreciate you bringing it up because it's, it's very specifically for fishing. So we're not looking to have a snowmobile park out here. But we do want to give people the opportunity to get on the, on the ice and um, have that convenience of riding a snowmobile or a side-by-side or something like that to where they can drag their gear out on the ice, set up for the day, and then drag their gear back with their equipment. Now, before we get to the tournament, what's the current ice conditions? So we're still very early ice conditions. Um, we're seeing up to seven inches. In some of the coves, specifically Morrison Cove, is probably the most stable ice. Um, but we're also seeing as little as two inches um, kind of on the main lake that just froze up um, four or five days ago. But looking at low teens and single digits uh, for the next week, which should uh, hopefully double up those numbers in some spots. Yeah, yeah and I this was that was Brady, right? And Brady, yeah, sure. and, and Brady, what's your favorite, you know, Steamboat is known for large trout and, and lots of pike and big pike. What's your favorite fish to chase out there? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's a tough one. I like them all, you know. Uh, oh, gosh. I, I'd have to say uh, nothing beats a nice northern, I tell you. Uh, during, during the uh, open water months out on the boat uh, with clients, uh, there's nothing like putting the clients uh, on, on a nice northern. Love to chase them. Um, in the winter months, though, um, it's really fun chasing those big bows too. You know, obviously more abundant, uh, you can catch more, uh, but, uh, uh, that's a tough one. That's a tie. I, I'd say summer months, uh, big Northern's out here in, uh, uh, winter, uh, rainbows. Uh, do you guide during the winter for ice fishing too? Absolutely. Yeah. We have, a um, uh, big Aluma, Aluma light fish houses. Uh, my biggest one I think is gosh, 14 foot. They're on thermostats. You know, you walk in at 75 degrees and there we have little kitchenettes with microwaves, 65 inch flat screens with underwater, uh, Aquaview, uh, HD cameras. It's, it's something else. And the, in the large one, we have three, three big flat screens and then our, uh, our, uh, uh hummingbird, uh, uh, helix and then our gosh, all kinds of stuff. It, it's a ton of fun. We can get, you know, up to six people comfortably in the big one and then down to four in our medium and two in our smaller one. So, uh, absolutely, we run a, a neat little show out there. It's pretty fun. Quickly tell people how they would book a trip with you, and then let's get to the tournament. Sure, that sounds great. Uh, we're Steamboat Fishing Adventures. Uh, you can simply go to SteamboatFishingAdventures.com and uh, shoot us uh, an email, and uh, we'll get back to you. My wife is in town, so she has service uh, when I'm when I'm out here, and she, she takes care of the trips. But SteamboatFishingAdventures.com, uh, and we also have a Facebook page, or you can call us at 970-819-3561.
All right, now let's get back to this tournament because there's a couple things, and I don't want to run out of time without giving it. First, we need the dates, but this tournament, I think you've been helped putting it on, Brady, for quite a while, but it also benefits some other causes. Am I right? Uh, yes, absolutely. We uh, This is uh, my third year uh, involved. It's, it's just a privilege to uh, take over this uh, between myself and the park staff here. Gosh, we've grown this into a pretty hefty tournament. I think last year we saw 400 anglers. Uh, we should uh, look at, gosh, I'd say around 600 this year. Our sponsors have come through big time this year. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful tournament that does benefit. We have two beneficiaries this year. Uh, we have the uh, South Route School District, which is the science club. Um, they're going to be there at the tournament talking about how last year's funding uh, uh benefited them and then also like we talked about earlier uh friends of stagecoach with all the loaner gear program and also the friends of stagecoach does uh it's a nonprofit group as well and they they support all the educational and interpretive activities and you know park improvements and stuff so right. it's uh, two great beneficiaries all right couple minutes guys i want to know when the tournament is how i can participate in a few of the prizes so the tournament is uh saturday january for uh, Fourth, I'm sorry, Saturday, January 4th, and you can pre-register. We've got four locations you can pre-register at the State Park Office here at Stagecoach out at Yampa River State Park Headquarters. You can do it at the CPW office in Steamboat Springs in addition to the 6060 Broadway uh, CPW office. So we added that uh, Denver location for you Front Range folks. And the other option is just to show up. Um, we'll start accepting registrations that morning at 6.30, and we can we can do all the paperwork. It takes about 5, 10 minutes. Get that taken care of, and you can get out on the ice at that point. And, and get some fish uh, uh, brought up to us because we're looking at over uh, $30,000 in cash and prizes. Big tournament. Like I said, sponsors came through huge. We have everything from the newest, latest, and greatest uh, AquaView HD cameras, uh, the, all the Chappelle huts from Eagle Claw. There, uh, gosh, we have Bass Pros a part of it. Cabela's big. There's so many sponsors. Going, uh, Rep your water. All our guys down. Uh, Eagle Claw has always been big supporters, and uh, they we're, we always do a, a, a free tackle for all youth anglers. So bring the kids on down, and uh, everyone should get something. So there's a ton of stuff. My living room's like Cabela's right now. I got to right. get out of it. All right. Is there a web page or a Facebook page? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, at, uh, well, steamboatfishingadventures.com, and then, Craig, you can also jump on the, uh... Um, our Facebook page is our best bet here at Stagecoach. We do our best to keep up with the web, web page, but uh, Facebook page is what we do a better job of keeping up on. All right, guys, sounds like a lot of prizes. I might have to head out there. Yeah, come on out. All right. Thanks, guys. Sounds like a great event. Hopefully you get a big turnout. Yeah, Terry, thanks for having us. You Appreciate bet. It, sir. We're going to take a quick time out. When I come back, uh, they're going to. one of our favorite partners is going to join us, and we're going to uh, give you some Christmas gift ideas right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Someday at Christmas, men won't be born. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. I'm going to go right to the phones because I hope patiently waiting for us is uh, Greg from a a Toppers. Good morning, Greg. Sorry about the delay. No worries. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing great. And, you know, you guys at a and Toppers have been a partner of mine for, gosh, it's, I lost track it's so long, and that just talks <laughs> right. about how old I am. And, you know, we've gotten Lear and Snug Top Toppers from you at 
a lot of people, you know, truck enthusiasts, you know, when people buy Christmas gifts, if you buy something that kind of is in tune with what they like, it says, hey, I didn't just go haphazardly buy something. I understand what you like. And people are into their trucks. They like to get accessories and things. Um, you guys are just the place to go for that type of product. And right now, you know, the malls this weekend, you don't want to go anywhere near those. They're going to no. be ridiculous. But you've got two locations that people could come in. But I think sometimes they don't think about a truck accessory place because they think, well, I, I don't want to really buy a topper. But you guys have so much more, starting with lower price gifts all the way up to whatever you want to spend, don't you? Yeah, we do. Um, like I said, there's a variety of different things that uh, make good stocking stuffers and, and what have you like that. And then, you know, the gift certificates are great, too, because then that's that way someone can pick out, you know, give that away and, and pick out exactly what they want. So Take me through uh, a few, uh, maybe a few lower price, and then let's work on some higher price items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got um, a new products called Organize Your Ride. So it's a center console divider for a lot of your full-size trucks and your smaller trucks as well. So, you know, some of those consoles are just huge, and, you know, you just throw your stuff in there. You can't find anything. Well, this is a divider system that goes in there, super simple to install, um, real reasonable. They're twenty to forty dollars, and available for a lot of your a lot of your trucks. And you know, with a big console like that, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, I know what you're talking about because I go to dig stuff up, and I'm constantly digging in that big console. That would be fantastic. And you know, sometimes something as simple as a chrome gas cap doesn't cost very much, and people would love it. But and you can install that yourself. But you do things like bumper guards and racks too if i was to get something like that and i'm sure you're going to talk about some of those what what about getting them installed after christmas yeah no problem at all we do a lot of that people buy the gift gift certificates and they come in after after the holidays and we schedule schedule an install and get them installed for them so it works out great give me a few more gift ideas yeah so some some of the smaller stuff we have the bolt locks which are a nice hitch pin lock because you're always losing your key to your hitch pin. This actually keys to your truck, uh, so you never lose your hitch pin, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. And like I said, you don't have to worry about losing the thing. Um, we've got some uh, LED flashlights that are super popular and real small gift ideas. Uh, of course, we carry the, you know, the fly rod carriers, you know, River Quiver, Yakima's got a real nice one out. Um, of course, WeatherTech as well. Like I said, all the the full WeatherTech line that just keeps growing and growing and growing. So there's lots of products out there that we can do for you. What about if I do want to spend a little more money? You guys have a great variety of like racks for whether it's kayaks or skis or work equipment or camping equipment. Don't you have just a you can put you can set almost anybody up, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we do a lot of Rhino racks. They have real nice platform setups. You can you know put almost anything up on top of there available for most every vehicle so it's not a problem of course we do all the installation on toppers so you don't have to worry about that no it sounds great and you just have such a variety of accessories and of course you have the toppers if somebody wants that tell tell them about the lines of toppers you carry yeah we've got uh, obviously Lear and snug top we've got some great deals going on those right now uh, we also do all of the the rolling, folding, retractable bed covers, uh, which are very, very popular. And most of the manufacturers are running anywhere from 50 to $100 mail-in rebate specials right now this time of year. Um, so, you know, we can definitely get the, the bed of your truck covered for sure. 
But if people come in, it's going to be an easy pace. They're not going to fight the crowds. And I mean, you can still, we didn't even mention things like grill guards and winches and, oh, yeah. and the, uh, the, uh, on top of the window, I'm going the, uh, like vent visors. Vent, vent visors. Yeah, I love right. those. We put those. I think they add looks and they do everything else. Greg, if people want to come down, I mean, if you've got a truck or even if it's an SUV, you've got a lot of accessories. Tell Absolutely. Pe- yeah. yeah. Like T- I said, happy to happy to get them fixed up, and we got all sorts of things that we can we can do. So tell people how they find you and where you're located. Right. Yeah, we got two locations: uh, 6955 West Colfax in Lakewood, and then 5425 South Broadway in Littleton. And I think a great way, if you can't remember that, if you're driving, just aatoppers.com, right? aatoppers.com, absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll say this for you guys. You guys have been a partner of mine for the long, longest time, and you're going to take care of people when they came in, that come in, and that's important. You're going to get something that's going to make a great gift. And I'll tell you what, what really sets these guys apart, too. I've actually had people who went and bought stuff at other dealers and then went to you guys because it wasn't installed right and had you fix it. They've come up to me at the shows, like you'll be at the ISE show too, and told me how great you guys were. So we really have, we just think you're the, you know, one of the best partners we have, and we appreciate every everything you do. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Terry. We appreciate that. All right, my friend. Well, Merry Christmas, okay. and hopefully Merry Christmas. You... All right, thank Greg okay. from, from A&A Toppers. We'll take a quick time out, then Nate Zelensky will join us on 104.3 The Fan.